0: The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com horsepower, presented by Total Seal here at the PRI Show. Van Hazley with us. Keith Jones, tell me about Van before Van tells us about Van. i just say Van, the diesel man. This, you want a hot rod diesel? This is your man.
1: Well, as long as the six cylinders. I can't count to eight, Keith. I've been just specializing to come quite large. We're dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dysfunctional. i It's dysfunctional. It's a really, it's almost like in the tractor-pulling world, the John Deere versus the International. Well, now, in the truck-pulling world, now it's a Chevy Lays, The Duramaxes versus the Cummins, or the Fords versus the Cummins. Well, I was going to say we're back to the Ford Chevy Mopar wars. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. And, and that's what the customers you know. and the spectators love about the sport because they can relate to their neighbor's pickup truck. Yeah. Hey, I'm rooting for that Chevrolet. Uh,
2: you know, it's funny you said that because I, it, you have that branding, you know, that win on Sunday, sell on Monday. That will say certain segments of racing, in my opinion, have lost. You know, you look at it you're like, what is that? Well, I think it's a Ford. I think it's a Chevy. And you know, I grew up, you know, around the NASCAR, you know, fan world. I you know, we, we did my dad was a gasser, you know, he ran drag race stuff, and but you know, my old man was a Richard Petty fan. Yes. Okay, so we and everybody else had Chryslers because of Richard Petty, not the other way around. But that association, that branding that went with this thing. It was okay. He loved Petty. Petty's a Dodge man. We're driving a Dodge. You know, so you had that, and, and I you have that in. The diesel world, and I think so much of that's been lost in other forms of racing, simply because you've lost that brand identification.
1: You're exactly right. I mean, we go to a NASCAR race today; it is hard to it's identify good. because the aerodynamics of the cars are all the same. What is that? Yeah. And, and but uh, what if you're just talking about, Richard running, Petty. Right? People in racing have forgot where Richard Petty come from. Yeah. Grassroots racing here in Indianapolis today, Keith. Look at all these people. Where are they starting? Grassroots, Grassroots. racing. Racing, yes. bracket racing, dirt
2: track racing. I mean, yes, start, yes. we're starting. You know, and I'll go back to that drag race world. I mean, it's kind of hard to go circle track racing right. with your grocery getter. Yes, but you can take it to the drag strip. Yep. And starting at that, you know, that cornerstone, that foundation point, is where it starts. And I, I know there's a lot
1: of that in the diesel world. There, there really is. And you know, both uh, the National Tractor Pullers Association and the Lucas Oil Pro Pulling League, they realized that here was a Untapped customer base. Where farming has grown so big today, you just don't have the small farms with five or six cows, and the guys farming a hundred acres. It's it's mega farms now today. But your neighbor's got a Chevy on one side, the other guy's got a Ford, and then this poor guy's got a Dodge stuck over here. Yeah. And so those, all of a sudden, these organizations realized that and said, "Hey, we can draw a new fan base." And so that's where the pickup trucks come from. Yep. But we started at the county fairs, grassroots, and paid the dues, some of myself and other pullers in this sport. And uh, I can remember we used to joke about, we were coming home of the morning and Cracker Barrel was opening up, because we were the last class
0: to pull. (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Let's talk about some of the engine technology, because for me, I'm I'm not diesel knowledge. Sure. Right? Uh, Combustion, yes. Diesel, no. But it seems like there's... Endless potential. There is. Endless potential. Like you guys haven't really even got to the scratching the surface of what's possible. Right. Like uh, for all of you
1: viewers today, down in booth uh, 2505 mm-hmm. is the actual engine out of Rock car Ram. And that is our new 2022 version. It is a build aluminum block. We have finally outgrown the factory water jacketed block team. We had to do like everybody else in the high performance racing world, build a build a at peace, but uh, these the foundation of that coming started out in 1988 160 horse. Yeah. Well, Rockhard Ram makes way over 3,000 and it likes to break parts. That's where you come into, Keith. That's
2: it. And, and, and we've worked with van all the time trying to be able to say advance the diesel ring world. Yeah, yes. we've got all the stuff that we built for top fuel and pro stock and comp eliminator, NASCAR and all these things. But when the diesel guys came at us, it's like, okay, we're running Keystone rings and all these different older designs and. We're trying to advance that material technology, that coating technology. Yeah, we're talking about yesterday about cylinder pressure. You're talking yes. about cylinder pressure. Yes. Comparing it in a diesel
1: to a nitro top fuel car. Talk about that. Yeah, I guess well, numbers. And people don't realize this. And uh, old Steve Lowe up at LSM uh, in Waterford, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Steve is a really, really brilliant engineer. He runs a very, very good high performance machine shop. Mm-hmm. We were having head gasket trouble, just yeah, yeah. it was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. ARP was building this bigger and better studs, better material, but we still couldn't hold the heads on these things. And Steve Lowe told me that a diesel has more cylinder pressure than any top fuel dragster because we don't have a pre-burn and a post-burn. We have one giant explosion. And so now the OEM are fighting the same problem in development of hydrogen engines. Hydrogen has one explosion, whole
0: new problem for them. Right. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. And so, Keith, like what, uh, you're being tested. How are you holding up? How are we
2: holding up? Yeah. Our stuff's hold- holding up great. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> He's pushing the limit. And what we do is, is just, you know, it's that, it's that, I will say that call and response. You know, van calls, we respond. Hey, it's doing this. It's acting like that. We, we we find the next material level that we've got to go to, the next thickness we have to go to. So every time he pushes it and gets it to that edge, we will say, we try to respond with something that we going to, you know, hey, this is going to do it. We're going to go tool steel. We're going to go this size. We're going to go to these coatings. Uh, we're working with Van right now on head sealing rings. Yes, correct. The next, you know that that finding that weak link. Yes. So and, and another part of your world, and it's I, I really kind of go back. You know, and nowadays, like you said, you now are at that. I'll call it even still the beginning edge that cost of aftermarket parts. Correct. You're having ARP build pieces. You're building billet blocks. But the, the the diesel guys, the pulling guys, I I, I kind of compare them to the old hot rodders back in the 40s and 50s. You didn't have Anywhere to go buy parts, so you were taking pistons out of, you know, I'm just, you know, I'll say a Massey Ferguson, and bushing it down to take the wrist pin because the wrist pin out of the deer was better, and 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 mixing and matching and truly old school hot rodders, turning pistons down, cutting the domes down, reworking the head from this engine to put on the engine because there are no aftermarket parts, and now this world's emerging and it's amazing the potential and the power.
1: It's so funny you mentioned that, Keith. I can give you one prime example. When I first built rock-hard Ram 12 years ago. Nice. I called Lakewood, which at the time was in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I need a blowproof bell housing because I like my feet. Believe yeah. it or not. They're handy. I like my feet. They're kind of handy. That was the number one thing. I was not going to run a hot rod without a blowproof bell housing. Yeah. I called Lakewood, told them I wanted a bell housing for the Cummins, and they laughed. Yeah, it's like, but you now, want a what? Nowadays, how many times does your phone ring off the hook? I need rings for a Duramax. I need rings for a Ford. I need rings for a coming. And you as manufacturers all of a sudden say, whoa, these guys aren't as dumb as they are. They've got money. They're doing something. Let's make parts. And Mall, we just had a talk with Mall, yep. And uh Shea for Oil, same problem as you. You know, we just kept having bearing problem, bearing problem, bearing problem. I met with Dan Beal at Mall. Dan says, you don't want to hear this, man, but it's not a bearing problem. And so he told me it was contamination. There and you go. We were machining our lifter bores, and minute particles of cast iron was getting into our oil system, contaminating our bearings. But Schaefer Oil come along and Schaefer Oil is just like you, Keith. Yeah, that's you got a problem, let's see what that problem is. Let's work with you. Let's fix the problem. Yes, and that is what's so great about the United States. I mean, Absolutely. we have got the most brilliant minds in the country right here. Yep. We just need to tap those resources. It's, and
2: it's, it's availability that, you know, and yes. we'll say in our, in our cohort in Prime, Lake Speed, you know, we got working with him on oil analysis years and years and years ago, prior to him coming to work with Total Seal to work with us, and looking at that teardown oil analysis all the time, finding those kinds of contaminations. We had customers that had, you know, we'll say we couldn't figure out where their ring problem was coming from. Through that analysis and looking at that data, we come to find it's like, well, he's got high levels of titanium in there. Sure. Well, titanium's... You got real nasty stuff It's going to wear parts out. They didn't even realize that they had this wear problem until they really, this made them look at valve train parts and go, wow, we've got some retainer issues going on here that we didn't know the material from that retainer is getting in the oil and in turn wearing out the rings. So it wasn't a ring problem, but it became a ring problem. So I'm just kind of, we'll just say, I'm kind of, you know, pimping the whole thing. Of, you know, you've got to look at that material. You've got to look at that drain yes. oil. You've got to get that analysis because it doesn't, it, it's going to tell you, a lot about what's going on inside inside that engine prior to it failing,
1: and you're exactly right, Keith. And just like what you spoke about, you and I, our working relationship, Keith and I got introduced at a Rotler open house. Yes, we did. Here's Keith over here playing with a gadget called a propylometer. Yeah, What's this thing? Uh, what is that? <laughs> I, you know. So anyhow, Keith says, "Van, Van, Van, you cannot give me honing data by telling me what stones you're using. That I don't know your material. You've got to buy a propylometer. I'm like, Keith, I don't want to spend $2,200 on a kilometer no. It makes me no money. I, I, exactly. I've got to buy other parts. Yes. But now, I call Keith. We've got a sheet. We hone a block. Bang, 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 bang. Keith says, okay, now the ring is failing because of this. Let's change the material. Your honing honing procedures proper. But we will hone six, diff- six blocks the same day, Keith. And we'll get six different numbers on every block. All day long. So your sleeves, your blocks that day that block was fast maybe harder or softer and so now we own a fortitude of diamond stones And at the end of the day, you get them all right. Yes, yes. And that's
2: that's one of the, the keys to the whole engine package. Like I said, now we're working on head gasket sealing. We've got to get, you know, each time you fix an issue, <laughs> you find the next one. How because we, we eliminated this weak link, right. we're putting that much more work, and we're putting that much more pressure on this next part. We've got to be okay, now that part's giving us trouble. Yes. And we just keep evolving it, and it's ever evolving.
1: And just what you spoke about, that is my job. Yeah. I have some of the most wonderful employees at Hazel the Machine in the world. We got an in-house dyno, and our job as a engine builder is to break parts, so I can sell you the best parts there is. Absolutely. And this is like a kid in a candy store. If you've never been to Indianapolis PRI show, you've got to attend this one dyno. If you are anything of anything in the racing world, this is the place. This is Walmart. Yeah. As this is, this is, <laughs> you said, it better. Better. being on
2: the dyno, you need to break it on the dyno. Yes. So they don't.
1: Yes, and that's. The key, and you know, we f- we service over fifty competition engines a year. And at Hazley Machine, we are now developing a new midget car engine. So Keith, we got a whole new problem. Uh, now. we got we midget. We got midget. We speak midget. Uh,
0: we speak midget. Yes, excellent, excellent. And we always like to uh, we try to extract some knowledge for the next generation of people following in your footsteps, young diesel guys uh, who are you know trying to get their shops together, trying to get their machine shops together want to learn, want to be a part of this community. What do you say to those people when they ask you? I'll tell you, that is an excellent question. And once again,
1: I come from farming. I was a young kid, 1978, when I got out of high school, there was no opportunity in farming. Interest was 21%, the economy was in a bad recession. My dad said, son, you better find something else to do. So I went to the military for seven years and grew up. The best thing I ever did. But I tell young kids today, Get your butt out of bed. There's one thing in life that you can do. Give up sleep. You can sleep when you're dead, Keith. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you want to make something out of your life, get your butt out of bed. Don't sit in front of that TV. Let's go make
0: something. Use your hands. Use your hands. Yeah. A dynamic personality right here. Man, thank you for joining us on Hidden Horsepower. Keith, another great episode. Absolutely, we got to get man. him back thank on the so phone. Much. We gotta, this is like a live edition. we got to get him on the phone line for a little bit Absolutely. <laughs> Hidden Horsepower presented by total we'll, seal apple we'll podcast you for the full run spotify write us a review for more stuff like this man thank you so much thank you appreciate it